All right. Welcome to Status Code 418, where we talk about all the things tech and nonsense. I'm Austin, and joining me today is Lehi. Hello. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about imposter syndrome in the tech world specifically. Um, so what is that? Are you asking me now? Because when you brought this up earlier, I had to Google it. <laughs> but as soon as I did, I understood it immediately. Um, I'm just going to read the definition off of Wikipedia, which everyone knows can only give you true information. So it says imposter syndrome is a psychological pattern in which an individual doubts their accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. Basically, in English, that means that feeling where you're like, man, I don't belong here. Everyone else is smarter than me. I don't know how I got here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it, what's interesting, too, is so whenever you hear the word like imposter, that sounds like somebody's doing that on purpose. They're like, they're on purposely trying to deceive someone. But like the imposter syndrome is where you didn't try to deceive someone and you got hired for the job. And as you're working there and they assigned you a task, you're like, oh gosh, this is way over my head. They think I can do this. Oh shoot, did I make a wrong decision? Um, so you, you you feel like you're deceiving people, but not on purpose. Well, and I remember, so I got one job out of college and I've been with them for almost past four years, right? Same, same company. And I remember going through training. Um, it was like three months long or something. And just having that feeling of like, did they make a mistake, right? Like I was just trying to get a job, right? You know, everyone wants to get a job out of college, get a good job. Um, I just wanted a job. So I wasn't trying to fool anybody. I was just trying to get hired. But yeah, I remember being there with all the other um, new hires in my group and just thinking like, wow, these kids are smart. How the heck did I get hired here? Okay. Yeah, I've been in that same boat. And then what does that make you feel though? Like, I know my first job, uh, I was doing development and, uh, it honestly, it was my internship, and it was like three days into my internship, and I remember staring at my screen, going, "I should just walk up and go home." <laughs> <laughs> like this isn't the right choice. I don't know what's happening. They're saying things like Heroku and uh, oh man, and and Genix. Uh, like I have no idea what these words mean. It's like where you're writing down the words in the meeting so you can go Google them later <laughs> that day. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was that? Uh, there's an old show, uh, Welcome to Whataburger or something like that. No, and Whataburger the, is a delicious place. Think Good Burger. Oh, Good Burger. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he's sitting there reading a book. The guy, he goes, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. I recognize some of these words. <laughs> That's how I felt in those meetings. Oh, man. I didn't even think about my internship. Yeah. Now that you mentioned that, that completely comes to mind, especially because uh, I've always considered myself like a front-end guy, you know? That's what I enjoy doing. That's what I'm comfortable with. My internship, I was doing a lot of back-end stuff. Not only back-end stuff, but back-end stuff in a language that I had never even, I don't even know if I'd heard of it before, right? And so, yeah, definitely had those feelings. So, I guess my question to you is what have you noticed you've been able to do to get out of that funk um so to actually to get out of it 
it's fun. I, I encourage everyone to have side projects um, because usually the imposter syndrome comes in where you see everyone else's being awesome around you and you're like, why am I not awesome like them? Why do I feel like I have to ask questions about everything? Um, with side projects though, it's hundred percent your project. You get to do whatever you want and you can mess up and no one gives a care because it's your project. But then you start making slow accomplishments and you start achieving things. Um, and you don't have this external pressure on you. I found for me, that gives me a lot of confidence. And then when I go to work, uh, things just are clicking a lot faster and I'm able to like contribute to meetings, bring up points that I discovered on my own. Um, and I, yeah, I feel like that imposter syndrome kind of fades away. And then I start leading projects because I have the idea. <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, side projects have helped me learn a ton that I have not been able to learn at work. You know, at work you're, you have to do what the company tells you to, um, whether that's a language or a framework or a project. And so you're kind of, you know, tunneled in to only be able to do those things where at home I've been able to branch out and learn these things that like, I want to learn, you know? Um, but that experience has always helped me just become a stronger developer. I mean, that's one thing with development um, is that although the syntax changes from language to language, a lot of the principles carry over. And so you're able to use that. Um, you can grow at home and it helps you grow at work kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, another thing that really helped me though was uh, someone at work. Just thinking back to that internship, um, I remember just kind of feeling my way around in the dark for a while. Um, and there were some really uh, great developers there that helped me out um, that I knew I could reach out to and, you know, hey, what is, what is this, what is this? Um, but also at the time, there was another intern that, joined a little bit after I did and he just honestly had a great attitude um, and that helped me a ton because I was like wow this kid's like attacking it you know and so I wanted to be like him um, and that kind of helped me wake up a little bit uh, what say when you say he was attacking it what do you mean um I'd almost say he, like he was fearless right like he didn't he didn't mind screwing up or anything he just wanted to get work done, right? He wanted to see how much stuff we could do. So what we what ended up happening is we were put on like defects, right? And there was this list of defects in the backlog. And he's like, all right, we're going to go through and we're going to clear every one of these defects by the end of the summer, right? The end of our internship. <laughs> it was like, all right, let, let's do it, I guess. <laughs> you know, like he just had kind of that like go get them attitude. Nice. Um, so it's just like some like just a good example, I guess, nearby that was like, wow, this guy's gonna try and do it. Then like I'm gonna try too. As well. That's cool. Um that that is something that I find too. Uh whenever I find myself like feeling I need to go ask a developer a question, um, and it feels like I have to do that over and over again, I'm like, man, I am not self sufficient. It's not wrong to go ask for help, but I do find that a boost of confidence usually comes whenever I hit something that I'm like, oh, shoot, how do I do this thing? And be like, you know what? Before I go ask someone, I'm going to give this another half hour or an hour, and I'm just going to figure this thing out. Yes, I understand it's inefficient, but I'm going to see if I can figure this out. And once I do, it's way more gratifying. And, um, and then it gives me another boost of confidence. I'm like, all right, I can figure out the hard things. Um, so that helps. 
I like doing that. Yeah, there, there's definitely a fine line between just getting the answer from someone else and going to someone for help. Mm-hmm. Right? Like there's and it's it's usually a time slash effort equation there. Like once you get stuck, don't don't go for someone for help. Right. You have to work through this problem. You have to at least attempt to work through it. Um, but at the same time, other people are a great resource that you should use. Um, I can't remember who I was working with at work and we we're trying to figure something else out and they had a quick question. So I just leaned over my desk and I said, Hey Travis, what's this thing? And he shouted back the answer. <laughs> and the guy that I was working with was like, yeah, I really got to learn how to, you know, to reach out for help more often. You know, sometimes people are a good resource, just like Google and Stack Overflow and all these things. It's a resource you should use, but at the same time, you should have those skills and know how to find answers on your own because eventually you're going to have to. Yes, I agree. Um, again, that goes back to my my personal projects is usually you're on your own and you're trying something, kind of a new idea or or you're, you got something that excites you. And uh so you you will spend the extra time uh, to go figure it out, and the lifelines aren't there as readily as a coworker. Um, so yeah, I mean, dialing it back to like the whole imposter syndrome, it just comes. It's really a lack of confidence in your own skills, um, and that 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 fear you get of oh no, I don't think I'm going to be able to figure out this, or this task is over my head. Um, and really, it's just taking a step back, breaking the project down to bite-sized pieces, and just asking the right questions about the project. Make sure you get the right facts. And actually, it, it makes things a lot easier. Yeah, and honestly, it just comes with learning to live with discomfort. Um, you're going to be uncomfortable at some point in your life. Um, no, honestly, no matter what profession you are, it's kind of one of those things like if you're comfortable, then you're probably not learning and you're not growing. Um, these times only come and happen, you know, when you're uncomfortable, which just is kind of opportunity disguised as work. You know, you have an opportunity to grow your skills. You know, you get this imposter syndrome because you feel like you don't know something or you're not adequate at whatever the task is. Um, so what you've really done is discover, something that you can get better at agreed um so okay so on the same subject here so you got imposter syndrome you're coming in you feel inadequate uh you feel like they like they made a a bad choice at hiring you that you deceived them Um, and a way to get over it is by building your self-confidence we talked about some of those ways of uh personal projects trying to the hard things um so Whenever you have that that feeling and there's some tasks in the backlogging you can choose, there's some easier tasks, medium and hard tasks. Do you prefer to go for the easy tasks because you know you can knock them out or do you risk it and say, you know what, I'm going to try a hard task? Um, I feel like that's another one of those things where you have to find a balance. Um, I absolutely, I wouldn't say it's the easy tasks that I go for, but I go for the things that I know, right? The task itself might not be easy. But for instance, uh, one of the things that I can work with at work is React, you know, and if I see a React story, I don't care what it is. I'm like, yeah, dibs, you know, I got that one. Um, Where 
with a Java backend and I am, I am not a Java developer. I don't know what it is when it comes to Java. My brain just shuts off and doesn't want to listen anymore. So like, <laughs> you know, there's a Java story. It's just like, yo, somebody, <clears throat> somebody want to take that. <laughs> um, but I think it, it's a balance, right? Uh, I, I do like to pick up the react ones and it's good to enjoy what you do and have fun at work. Um, but at the end of the day, I still do need to improve and get better in my Java skills. So I don't think you should avoid any of those stories and kind of just take them as they come. Okay, I agree. Um, there is something nice, though, about knocking out, like, okay, there's five easy tasks and, like, one mega task. There's something that's super gratifying about just pounding through those five easy tasks, like, really fast and go, whew, I am awesome. Uh, so that, that that does help give you like a, a confidence boost there because whenever you get that long task and you see other people getting their tasks done you're like son of a gun i'm still on my same task that that is a little bit demoralizing um do you have any uh tips about how to not feel demoralized when you are working on a bigger ticket and you do see other people finishing theirs off um I, I'd say one of the things, and it's it's not always easy to do, but just realize that you're not alone. Um, every developer, you know, every person, but specifically since we're talking about IT, every developer has felt this before, has felt inadequate at something. So you're not alone in this, right? Um, so find those people that can help you. Um, so at work, going back to work, like I am a strong React developer. I am a poopy Java developer. I can pair program with one of those Java developers and say, hey, can can you help me maybe walk through this with me? Help me understand what this task is. Kind of like you said, break that task down into its simpler parts. You know, oh, okay, I understand these terms. I understand what I have to do. Maybe I need to find in the code base where that is, or I need to find out how to do that in Java versus JavaScript. Um, but I still understand it. And then when my teammate needs help with the React stuff because he's not a front-end guy, I'm there to do that mentoring part for him. You know, so find a mentor. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and uh, yeah, someone who's going to be pe- patient with you. Um, but on the flip side with that too, uh, I've dealt with this uh, in my career where I was the mentor to somebody else where they were asking me for help. And unfortunately when they'd come and ask me like, Hey, I don't know. I can't figure this part out here. Do you know how to do this thing? And there's many times I would go, I don't know, but I'm willing to struggle with you to, to figure it out. Um, and, uh, that's not the answer they wanted. They wanted me to just to give them the answer. Uh And that's, that's wrong. Um, and they'd get frustrated with me that I wasn't just telling them like how to do something. Um, yeah, that was one of the first things that they, that they taught us at the company I'm working at, right? This, one of the very first things they tried to teach us was how to ask for help. hmm. Right. And they said, so you're going to get stuck, right? It's going to happen. You're going to get stuck. When you go up to somebody and say, Hey, I need some help. Basically, that is the wrong way to ask. <laughs> what you need to do is say, hey, I'm stuck at this part and kind of explain what, what it is. And this is what I've done, right? Show the person that you've already done this work 
one, so they don't go guessing solutions that you've already tried, but two, to show that person that you're willing to work and that you've done things, Mm. right? You've tried to find this answer on your own instead of just coming and saying, hey, I need you to give me the answer. Yeah, I I agree with that. Like, it would be nice to know, like, tell me how long you struggled at this before I help you. Like, I require at least 30 minutes of struggle before I will help. (laughs) (laughs) And honestly, everyone should have that in, like, you know, their own philosophy of, okay, I'm going to try doing this for a half hour, for an hour before I go for help. Yeah. That should be your personal, you know, philosophy. And I agree. Like, and some people are focused. I, I can't tell you what's right and wrong, but some people are more focused on like, I got to get tickets done. I got to get these tasks done. And just if I get stuck on something, I need to go figure it out because this needs to get done now. Um, you, you know what? It It's not really that big of an issue. I mean, unless like you're out and your company's losing money right now. <laughs> um, it's better to learn how to get something done and figure out how to complete a task self-sufficiently. Um, so like teaching yourself that I can figure out these things, is going to be way better than you completing tasks. Eventually, um, all those people might leave from the company and it's just going to be you and you're going to have to figure it out. You're going to be the senior dev giving the mentorship. So you're going to teach yourself those skills of how to debug and search through code. <laughs> Yeah, you got to understand the priority. I've definitely seen those circumstances where it's like, we need to get this fixed ASAP. So use whatever resource you have available and just get the answers now. Um, But that's not every task or story. (laughs) So understand the priority. And if you have the time, then take the time to, you know, find the answer on your own and become a stronger developer. I agree. So let's see. Okay, so we figured out imposter syndrome how we can help solve it and then how you should ask and then how how can we on, on the flip side um so i i consider myself a senior developer i am a senior developer what am i talking about and uh i have junior developers that i mentor to um you're in the same boat too i know you're actually a manager over um over a bunch of other developers what do you do to help them feel like they're not imposters. <laughs> Don't let them see my weakness. <laughs> <laughs> you must be perfect at all times like this. <laughs> um, no, it's just about giving props, you know, give recognition and use teaching moments, right? They Sometimes they submit code that's not great. Um, it might not necessarily be bad, but it's, you know, show them a better way kind of thing. And find out their state of mind. Okay, well, what is this and why did you do it? Why why'd you do it this way? Oh, okay, I kind of understand what you're looking at. But maybe here's a better way, you know? Um, and then, yeah, when they do good things, let them know. Just be like, dude, that was, that was a really good piece of code. Hmm. Well, that actually opens up a next, another topic I think I would like to talk about on a different episode. Um as around how do you treat uh, successes and how do you treat failures um, in deploying code? I think that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, well, I think we're about up on our time. Uh, anything else you would like to talk about before we wrap up? We're all imposters. We're all, in the end, we're all imposters. We're all struggling through this together. 
<laughs> everyone feels it one way or another. Dude, I'm feeling it right now. Like I said, I don't I don't know if how it's been for you because you've had a very different career path than I've taken, right? Like I said, I've been in one place for, you know, since I've graduated and that was only like four years ago, but still where you have worked at a few different companies and, and moved around a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know how, like you felt this imposter syndrome along your career path, but man, even within one company, you know, I've bounced around to a couple different teams working on different things um, and just the task that I got placed on a couple of weeks ago has me like stressing out. Ooh. Have you uh, resolved that? No. <laughs> it's been a couple of weeks now. <laughs> it's, it's so bad. It's so bad. Um, I will say it's getting better. Um, and part of it's bad management, I guess you could say, of this project. For picking to where you it's to be making on the project. It, <laughs> that's part of it. <laughs> um, no, but just a lot of the people that are on it, I'm not on this project solo. I kind of am, but not really. Um, but a lot of the other people don't know what they're doing either, right? Like no one kind of knows what we're doing. We're kind of feeling our way around in the dark um, because we're not getting the answers we need from management. And so that's that's led to some of it. And, you know, it's, it's kind of one of those things where time goes on. And as time goes on, you know, it, it usually gets better. And so it is... It is probably better than when I started. Maybe it's even worse in some areas, but you know, time goes on. This too shall pass, kind of thing. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually, it'll be figured out, and it's gonna happen. Or you're gonna get let go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's plenty of other IT jobs out there, probably. <laughs> That's true. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this up. So again, uh, thanks for everyone who's listening, and feel free to submit us questions. Uh, and other topics you guys might want to hear. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys on our next episode. Bye.